Alright, welcome to part one of Woken Gaming's E3 2017 coverage. I'm here with a guest, former college classmate, and friend, Pop. Hey, what's up? So, to begin, I want to say I did not catch EA's conference because I was actually on the road driving from Atlanta. So, as much as I <laughs> want to start this off, I'm going to have to pass it to you. I got you, fam. Say no more. <laughs> so, so I did happen to watch all of uh, EA, and it was uh, it was very interesting. They did start out with Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, they did like gameplay, like a live demonstration of the gameplay, and it was I was impressed. There was like some pros and cons with that. Okay. Well, I, uh, I you go ahead. I felt like, um, well, first of all, Dice was not the the main developer on the sequel. It was actually Criterion that actually developed the second one. Dice kind of like took a seat back. So I did notice a difference in the quality of the graphics because, Christian, I know you played the first Battlefront. The graphics was amazing. Like it just was a beautiful game. Yeah, it was, and the gameplay was very. Uh, well, since DICE is really known for their Battlefield games, you know it's on Battlefront, the first one uh, for the next-gen systems. It, it it played a lot like Battlefield, or kind of like Call of Duty. Well, let me so, add, ask you this, but talking about the graphics, was it better or worse? It wasn't as good. It was a little bit... Um, it wasn't as beautiful. Mind you, I will say that I was watching it on my laptop, and they were playing on 4K TV, so maybe it may not have translated well. Okay, I mean, I thought it looked amazing. <laughs> because yeah, it, could, it could be that. <laughs> Another thing, too, is like they actually you know, put effort into this game because the first one was clearly rushed, you know, trying to come out around the time of the movie. That's true. That's yeah. true. And uh, it definitely shows that they little bit more time they have uh, they said that they are actually doing a story mode that is definitely going to be included with Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a story mode which I think one of the new features the <laughs> um, the, the gameplay they had they, they one of the new features was you can play as the droids and another new feature is they're going to have content from prequels to the to the main trilogy to the new films, and yes, yes, you can play as Ray. They showed that in the gameplay. I'm excited about that, but let's be real here. Who's gonna play as a droid? Are you gonna play as a droid? I'll probably play as a HK droid, a hundred killer <laughs> droid. The one that, that that's if that's in there, I will play that, and I will roll on some people, and I will use my <laughs> shield, and I'll falling the hell out of everyone. But I, if if that's possible, I would do that. Or even as um, what's his name? Uh, General Grievous. Oh yeah, I'd definitely play some General Grievous. <laughs> so that was really awesome. I loved uh, Star Wars Battlefront too. That was the first thing they showed at the EA uh, presentation. Okay, that I am excited for. Um, another game. Like I did go back and watch some of the trailers that they had shown. I saw. Uh, I thought it was a Prison Break game that was coming out because everybody kept saying it's a Prison Break game. I was like, okay. Yes. And I looked, but it's yes. actually called A Way Out. And one yes. thing, one th well, well, 
One thing that I think is missing from a lot of games these days is split screen co-op, and I'm glad this game has it. I am so excited for the A Way Out. I saw that, and I made sure to pay attention to that, that split screen co-op. Mind you, this is uh, the game was actually created by the same guy who uh, his Joseph his name is Joseph Fares Fares I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, but he is the creator for the Brothers indie game. I don't know if you remember that actually came out as one of the free games for Xbox Live uh, yeah. last year. I did play it. Very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the creator of uh, of this game, uh, Prison Break. So it's like a step up from Brothers. It was like kind of like his entry. And now he's actually doing something pretty amazing. I love the Prison Crate Break co-op. Um, one con, which I guess it could be a con to some people and some people might not, but it is a co-op only game. I don't know what exactly what that means. If it could be kind of like in the style of, um, remember that shooting game? Uh, uh, it was for like 360 where you had to co-op and I can't remember the name of it. But it's like, I don't know if it's going to be like it forces you to co-op or if it's going to be something where you can play with an AI or... I don't know. I think you talk about that shooter. I know you're talking about I can't think of that at the top of my head either. Yeah. Um, my thing is, like, it probably uh, won't let it be AI controlled because from looking at the game, it'll look like it'll be very frustrating to have yes. uh, the other person be controlled by AI. So... That game is definitely going to be one that I want to keep an eye on, a way out. Oh, uh, yeah. Even split screen, just to have somebody over, you know, invite somebody over to play. Or, you know, I personally like to do the whole couples, you know, with my girlfriend, play games together with her. That would yeah. be an amazing game that we'll have a lot of fun to play. Definitely, because if so I was... Uh... I'm looking forward to that. If I was developing a game that was, you know, heavily influenced by, like, you know, co-op, I would definitely, you know, make it split screen so people can play with their significant other, you know, girlfriend, wife, you know, friends, kids, you know. That's something that needs exactly. to be brought back into the household. <laughs> um, next, oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Let's talk about, I'll save that for last. Let's talk about Ace Combat. We haven't seen Ace Combat in a while. I'm glad to see Des back. I, you know, I did not see anything about Ace Combat, so I did not see that. So yeah. you know more about that. I mean, that's uh, news to me, and I am excited. I don't have too much there's to say a new about Ace it. Combat game because I am a fan of the original games um, when it was called Air Combat for the PlayStation One. Yeah. Changed to Ace Combat. I love those games. Um, I, I played for I believe it was the PS2 or the PS3 Ace Combat Five, the Balkan War or, or something like that, and I love that game. So if there is a new Ace Combat game. I am definitely excited about that. Me too. I'm going to leave it at that because, like I said, I'm just glad to see his back. <laughs> uh, I guess so that more. other mentions that I do not want to talk about because we know they do it every year. Madden. Madden has a story mode. It actually looks pretty good. This little story that they're doing does look good. But uh, I really don't like EA because they have uh, the rights to the NFL right now. And I'm pretty sure I'd appreciate an NFL 2 game more than a Madden game. So, uh, NBA Live is back. Uh, not that anybody missed it. 2K <laughs> is the reigning basketball yeah. champ, and it will always be. So, 
I mean, good luck. <laughs> Maybe the game might be good this time. <laughs> Who knows? I did. I did actually like the 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 Madden one. The it's called Long Shot. Yeah. Only because I was a huge fan of uh, Blitz the League. Oh, I remember so that. So it's not related, but the fact that Madden now has a story mode, it really just from the trailer and and what I saw the previews, it really brought back to mind like Blitz the League. And then kind of like a combination of if you ever played Fight Night Champions, yeah, uh, where there was a story mode there. I love the story mode. The gameplay for Fight Night Champions was horrible, but the story mode was amazing. Now, if they have an amazing story mode with Madden, because I haven't played a Madden game in years, good because this has been the same. And game I would love to get years. into it. <laughs> it. Exactly, it's like the same thing. It's like I feel like there's no reason for me to buy another Madden game year after year if it's just gameplay. And roster updates. Nothing much has changed, but story that I can get into and follow and like get close to a a character. I would tell you, Longshot looked amazing, and I believe I will be picking Madden Longshot up when it comes out. I'll rent it. <laughs> All right. Um. Last thing I want to talk about with uh. EA is Anthem. Now, oh my god. They didn't show any gameplay until, uh, I guess we can't discuss it now, but they didn't show any gameplay until the Xbox conference, but um, my only gripes with Anthem is uh, I mean, the concept it how can I put this? It's a cool concept, but I feel like everything that's been coming out lately has been like not everything. Just some things have been influenced by Attack on Titan. There's this wall, you know. There's danger outside the wall. You have the movie called The Wall. I mean, give me a break here. <laughs> hey, Attack on Titan is hot. Like, I mean, the past couple of years, if you love anime, Attack on Titan has been like the number one anime to like watch, to keep track of, and then of course waiting for season two for so for two years. <laughs> we got a live action movie, and then. You know, like finally, after two years, we get a uh, season two, and you know, it's it's just in as far as anime, it's it has a huge influence, and it's been parodied by a bunch of other animes, you know, and 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 different shows. So it, it's it's just one of those things that I think it's going to naturally just influence other types of media, which is probably why we see that. And different in like movies or in games and stuff like that where we see that concept yeah but and uh, it is really interesting it is and I like that the whole idea of like people can customize you know their suits uh, I saw one joke on uh, Twitter I mean that's the first thing I was thinking of too that you know your group of friends with Iron Man suits <laughs> pretty much <laughs> basically Basically, I think I saw the Mark 20 in there, the Hulkbuster. <laughs> That's what I saw, the Hulk, the Colossal. That was the Hulkbuster Iron Man. Um, and it does say that uh, it's going to be released in 2019, so we won't see it for a while. Yeah, and the sad thing is uh, <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda had to be sacrificed <laughs> yeah. for Bioware to make this game. There's <laughs> a clear difference between you know where time was focused on developing these games so that was a disappointment um i didn't get a chance to play mass effect andromeda i actually decided not to based on all the reviews that i saw gameplay that i saw and 
Oh, it was a mess. A mess. <laughs> it was it was sad because I actually am a huge fan of the Mass Effect franchise. I have all three games. Well, and uh, I love I love Mass Effect. I I would sit there and read the lore in the game. Like that's how much I love it. There wasn't a number behind this game. It wasn't called Mass Effect Four. Maybe it was his own, you know, little title off to the side. Yeah, but you know the fact that I don't think there's anything else planned for. I think it's going to be quietly swept under the rug. Uh, it's yeah. just sad because it's it's there's a great universe right there, you know. Yeah. So it just it just doesn't wasn't done right. Maybe somebody else will pick it up and do it right, but we probably won't see that for a long time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like Bioware is going to be focusing on Anthem. Looks like yeah. it's it could be, it has potential. A lot of potential. So we'll have to see what, what happens and hope for the best. <laughs> now, if you can rate EA's conference, they did a show. What else did they show? I think it showed Need for Speed, but, you know, eh. Need for Speed. Oh, at was amazing. If there was like, put it this way, what I saw from Needs for Speed Payback and the new features, which is basically they're saying that you can switch between characters mid-play, switch between cars mid-play, Fast and Furious video game, if it was done right, because yeah. it was just amazing. It was, I felt like I could be, you know, like, while in a car switching to another car and like shooting a grappling thing I mean I, I didn't see that in there but I saw a lot of driving action and then switching between different cars it just had that feel of the Fast and the Furious movies Yeah, where you just had so much action going on at the same time from different characters and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that oh yeah now if you can rate uh okay I guess rate EA's conference. What would you give it out of anything? I would have to say um, EA's conference, they did talk about a lot, and I would have to say out of a scale of 1 to 10, like it was about an 8 or 9. Like it was, really? I was impressed. Really? Yeah, I was, um, you know, they're really trying to do something, and they're listening to their fans and they're listening to the people and they are doing better oh they're not just putting out all uh, the next next madden like they're not just you know oh we, we we changed one feature here's a new game we're gonna charge you another 20 30 dollars for the same game with one feature they're actually making an effort and they're listening to the fans and i like that so ea's putting in effort and i give them props Oh man, uh, I guess I have to use your same scale. I'm gonna give them a seven out of ten, and the only reason I'm giving them a seven out of ten is because I do not like Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Free those NFL rights. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could definitely see where you come from, and that's that's probably just where me and you don't don't uh, see the same thing because the Madden long shot that project to me looks amazing, but only for the story mode. Yeah, I mean, I, play, I don't know. I guess I'll definitely play if it. If it went back to NFL, I would play it regardless. You I, know, I will play it just for, for the, the story mode, but like I said, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to rent it or either borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot support <laughs> I can't support it. 
Alright, um, next topic. Let's talk about this uh, Xbox One. I meant the <laughs> Xbox conference. Now, everybody knew a new, a newer. I did. I wasn't expecting a new console. I was expecting a newer console to catch, sort of catch up to uh, the PlayStation 4. And I guess not to have something out alongside the Switch. I guess because there's no catching up to the Switch. All PlayStation 4 and Xbox One are already powerful than more powerful than the Switch. So yeah. Uh, but the first thing he did was reveal this console, Xbox One X. And uh, I don't want to say slightly. I guess you could say this is a lot more powerful than the Xbox One. Um, it looks cool. My only problem with it is is the price point. This is not worth purchasing if you already have an Xbox One or an Xbox One S. I completely agree with that, Christian. Now, like, let me ask. Is this... Because what it seems like, what they're putting out what they're presenting is that this Xbox One X, which they're calling, is Project Scorpio. This is Scorpio. This is all those rumors, all that hype. This is what we get, the Xbox One X. Is that is that true? Is that what yes, I'm getting? Yes, it. And <laughs> for me, like, they could have came up with a better name. Like, seriously, I already see, and it's just a minor thing, but I already see issues where people are going to be like, hey, I want the Xbox One X. Oh, did you mean S? S, X, X. No, X, no, S. <laughs> no, I want the... You know, and it's like, it's going to confuse people. And it's just, I think they could have came up with an original name. I mean, Xbox One X. And of course, I saw that they tried, they just came up with that last minute because of X-Bone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I get that, but Xbox One X, I mean, come on. You know, I mean... Well, if this yeah, could cause any confusion, people. confusion, I'm pretty sure as soon as you know who I was working at GameStop or Best Buy uh, scans it, they're gonna be like, "Uh, do not want that." <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think it, it will be changed. Probably the name. I hope so. Oh no, they're keeping that. They probably think that sounds cool. That. Xbox One oh, my X. Gosh. But I will say four ninety nine. I mean, and it's saying like their their sell point is four K. You know, like how many people? And this was actually talked about by the the host and the different presenters. I mean, uh, the co-host during the YouTube conference and um, IGN, where it's like, who really has four K TVs? Not the majority of people still don't have four K yeah, TVs. Exactly. There really isn't a need for it. 4K, okay, great, but I'm just going to use it to play one... Con I'm going to buy a whole new TV plus a new console to get the full Well, they said you can still... Uh, it'll it. be fine uh, on a regular 1080p TV, but let me ask you this, though. For somebody who doesn't have an Xbox One, would you recommend purchasing the One X? I I actually do have the Xbox One. And I'm just saying, like, the average consumer, like that's looking to buy into uh, Xbox, would you recommend purchasing a One X? Not right now. Not for four ninety nine. Okay. Definitely not. I would wait. Me too. <laughs> I would wait. Uh, they have to come down to at least uh, three ninety nine or even three forty nine. I think three forty nine would probably be better. Now you unless I mean 
let me ask you this now you as a Xbox one owner would you trade it in towards uh, trading your one for uh, X or your 101s for the uh, no no that is that is actually something I would consider because the Xbox one mine has personally mine has been collecting dust underneath my bed for <laughs> over a year that's what happens and with, Xbox one with Xbox One games, so it's like, you know, I don't use my Xbox One anyways. If I'm going to get an Xbox system, I might as well just trade that one in, get the Xbox One X, and I can still play my Xbox One games. Now, I'm pretty sure it's collecting dust because, let me guess, there were no games to play. Am I right? There were, there were no games. I, <laughs> I kid you not, I only have Dead Rising 3 and the Master Chief <laughs> Collection for Xbox One. That's it. That's all I got. Well, Microsoft... Microsoft said they brought the games uh, this year, and you know what? I want to say they kind of did, kind of did. Um, they put a lot of effort this time. Now, I was losing faith when the first game they showed was Forza because I'm tired of seeing Forza. Yes, you know, I quit I'm playing after the third or fourth. Like I'm done with Forza, <laughs> no more. So um, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything to say about it. like I already knew it was coming. I knew Forza. <laughs> I you, kid you not. I actually put that on my Snapchat. I put, please let that let there not be another Forza game. And I put the next snap. Oh wow, another Forza game. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk yawn. I was like, really? Like, they, don't they come out with anything new? <laughs> oh, I will give them that. It looks beautiful. Okay, it does. But come on, it's it's Forza. Like again, really. And it was running at 1080p, 60 frames per second. Yeah, it was beautiful. I will give them that. Yeah. Um, next game they show Metro Exodus. Um, looks good. I'm not a fan of like. I already told you, like, I'm not a fan of like games like that, like the whole Fallout open world first person shooter games. Yeah. Um, so I mean it looks good whoever enjoys this type of games like I'm all for it if you're excited for it <laughs> be excited because <laughs> uh, this is something I'm not looking forward oh. to <laughs> I, honestly when I saw the gameplay before they announced the title and I'm trying to figure out what game is this that's being shown I'm like thinking please let this not be another Doom game we all learned our lesson <laughs> from Doom you know from the multiple iterations of it that just sucked and uh I played the first Metro Metro game, <laughs> and um, I I don't know. It just it's just another first person shooter. Like to me, it doesn't really bring anything new, innovative. Something that's gonna really like justify me spending sixty dollars to buy a new game. Yeah. Shooter, and you know, I just want to run and gun. I'm gonna get Call of Duty because they've been doing that for years, and they they got it down to an art. But this is like I, I, I've never played the second one, and I'm just kind of like, eh. Okay. It, it really was a meh moment for me. Me too. <laughs> and then after that, next game they showed, um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, oh, this, I'm yeah. excited! I'm excited! Assassin's Creed Origins. You get to play as a black guy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I know, like this, I guess the franchise was sort of going downhill the last couple of games, um, but it definitely looked like 
they researched, took notes from what the fans were saying. Um, the game looks amazing. Now, the uh, gameplay that they showed, uh, <laughs> it was it looked amazing. Yes, I loved it. It definitely, I felt like it had influence from um, uh, Far Cry Primal, Primal Hunt, Primal Fury. Dang, I can't remember. I have that game on my PS4, and I play it, and I can't even. Uh, it's Far Cry. Yeah. Um, but where you control the hawk, and and the hawk like will like, you can mark your targets and stuff like that, and kind of scout ahead. I felt like that was totally borrowed from that game, and it was cool. It was cool, but it was just like a little thing. But the gameplay was, I loved it. It was amazing. I love the main character, the main protagonist. Like he's just like the, the, the his manner of speaking, the his. I'm just looking forward to the narrative and the story. I want to know more about this character because this is original. This is different. It's not, you know, this. It's just. I felt like with the other Assassin's Creed, it just got fatigued. Like it, it was just the same is, thing over and over. This is a, a rare opportunity to play as a POC character, somebody that you know the community can relate to. So that's one of the reasons why I'm excited too. I am too. Like it's a change, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Um, next game is definitely one of the more popular games as out right now. Um, it's cool that Microsoft got it as a console exclusive. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Like I see my friends playing it all the time on Steam. Um, About it. It looks cool. Yeah. I I will definitely have to give it a try. Um. I mean, it looks amazing. I mean, the fact you just get thrown into a map with 100 other people, 99 other people actually, on a map that continuously shrinks, and you have to, you, you're dropped with nothing, and equip yourself, and then you have to kill everybody else. Reminds, I mean, that's kind of cool. Reminds me of Battle Royale. Yeah. Have you seen that, the uh, Japanese movie? I have, uh, yeah, the high school Battle Royale. Yeah. That's I know what exactly what you're talking about. Like, the idea behind it. It's really cool. Um, I'm excited. Next game they showed like a Minecraft shooter, um, Deep Rock Galactic. Oh yeah, I did yeah. see that. Uh, Group shooter. After yeah, it, but it was like it's nothing new. It's already been done before, you know. Yeah. After that, they showed uh, State of Decay 2. Um, that looked cool, actually. Base building. It did. I think. The base. I know you like saw me complain about it earlier, but the base building that was kind of cool. So that was the only thing. Like when I saw zombies, gonna like, oh great another zombie game. But when I saw the base building, I was like oh, I'm interested now. You know, like that's actually kind of cool. So hopefully that is a main feature of the game. Through in, I feel like it's just gonna smack them in the face and they're going to have a dud on their hands but if they can really develop that and integrate that with the whole zombie fighting thing it might be a very interesting title and I, I think I will be interested in playing that oh yeah um, next game they showed Darwin Project um, like it's a attempt to I'm not saying an attempt to I understand like esports is like the popular thing right now, but from looking at Darwin Project, it kind of seems like a lot of companies don't know what they're actually doing, just trying to like dive into esports because they had the announcer, you know, going and saying, you know, 
he's so and so down doing this, you know, down to the last hit, down to the wire, one player left, two players left, blah, 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 blah. I'm just looking at it, just shaking my head. I'm just like, this is not entertaining at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was watching the gameplay and then seeing the, the, uh, the first guy pick people off, and then you see the last character, and all of a sudden this announcer jumps in, and I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, this is... I mean, I'm open just, for... It was, it was too much. I'm open for more games getting, you know, being more esports involved, but um, seeing how, like, there's all these other games out there that are already established and just dominate the market, uh, I just took this game as a joke. Like, not even a real attempt. <laughs> I, I felt the same way. It just felt like they were just trying too hard. Yeah, Definitely trying. They had cringe. Cringe-worthy right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so much cringe. Next, they showed Minecraft is cross-platform now. You can play it on pretty much anything. Um, I can tell, like, Minecraft is all about fun. I can tell, like, I don't want to say they're not taking it serious, but I thought it was hilarious when they announced that they're going to have a super-duper graphics pack. Because I've seen some of my friends, like, they... They've installed mods to make the game like look really pretty, and I think um, their team has definitely saw that and took that into consideration. That's why they're releasing this pack for free, I believe. I completely agree. When they showed the the super duper graphics upgrade pack, yeah, and they showed what it looked like in 4K with a like the whole new engine. Oh man, it was still you had the blocky characters and all that, but it's like the atmosphere. It just you had like this sunlight, this dusk, you know, and you had the 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 like the, the god rays they call it, and it just it looked, it just made the game look so beautiful, and you know it's really, like I'm not really into Minecraft. I've tried it. I'm, I'm not either. I can't, I can't, I'm, not in, I'm not in Minecraft either. I can't. I can't just sit there and just like hit all this stuff like constantly, like the pickaxe. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and um, I mean, rating uh, sold that Minecraft is going to be fully cross-platform and compatible with all, you know, platforms. You know, you could play Xbox people playing with PS4 people, playing with PC people, playing with iPad people. That is where the innovation it's is. It's a party. And I hope, yeah, and I hope that I can see that cross-platform in other games like this looks like an experiment and it's a great idea to use Minecraft because it's do play Minecraft and it's available on a lot of platforms to use an experiment you can see you know other games you know we've always talked about uh, having a Call of Duty or, or Battlefield players on all systems playing against each other Maybe this is a step happen. in that direction. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> Not anytime soon, I agree, but yeah. it would be cool if that happened. It would be. All right, next game they showed, which so-called leaked, you know, before they actually showed it, but Dragon Ball Fighter. Oh, yes. Z. I was excited when I saw that. I actually didn't know about that before the conference, and Wow. That game looked amazing. It did. But I will say this. The, uh, they saw the well, Dragon Ball. developers. I said that wrong. It's Dragon Ball Fighters. 
with the Z. Dragon Ball Fighter. Z. <laughs> indie game made independently, not by uh, the creators of Dragon Ball Z or anything. It's like Hyper Dragon Ball Z or something like that. Yeah. And uh, they game stopped is dead. it. They hi, killed hi, that. Yeah, that game is dead. Forget it. I mean, uh, maybe does maybe that hyper DVZ will like hold out until this game comes out. But like I said, I was saying some friends like this has to be an attempt to like kill hyper DVZ because that game was building up so much hype and the yes, people working on it were putting so much effort into it. And then, I mean, Arc System Works—they made another DBZ game, 2D, on the 3DS. Um, I played it. The excitement didn't hold me over long enough. Ended up getting yeah. rid of it. But this game is definitely, you know, what people have been waiting for. I I agree. And it looks I amazing. Agree. Like this looks better than the anime. <laughs> definitely better. I feel than Super. like because I think this game would not have happened if there was no Hyper Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I think they saw the hype and they saw how many people wanted a game like this, and they're like, you know what? We're gonna kill them, okay? We're gonna get rid of that project, but we're gonna take that idea and we're gonna make it our own. And I think that when they showed in the trailer and the gameplay, they did a pretty good job. And I'm excited to see what this is. It almost looks like a UMVC three, but Dragon Ball version. Yeah, a lot of people are fearing what's gonna three? happen That's with uh, cool. Infinite, but I can definitely see uh, this game is gonna like be big at a lot of tournaments. Definitely want to see it. Now, uh, I also heard that a beta is coming soon for it too, before the summer ends. Oh, so. I'll sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. I love fighting games. <laughs> now, do you think Marvel's Capcom Infinite? Do you think Capcom should be scared? Because this game is 2v2. Uh, I'm not mistaken, it doesn't have any assists. You just switch I personally, I think that it, it's a great game, but Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming out like they already have an established fan base eSport category just for Marvel vs. Capcom 2 versus 3, you know, like I think that Infinite is still going to be coming on strong and it just kind of depends on what Capcom and Marvel, what they can do with the franchise uh, if if it's like if it's sucky, it doesn't look like it. It looks like they're doing really good as far as the development. They're trying, they're trying something new. They're trying to bring it like less of the crazy stuff of of the third one. Yeah, and maybe bring it more in line with the first one. Now the concept with the Infinity yeah. Gems, I do like. Yes, so. I love that. That was fun. The Infinity it's, Gems concept. It, it makes more sense in X Factor because then uh, randomly just like burst of like power. With no explanation behind it. Yeah, especially if you use Wesker and he's the last character, and he goes, you know, you yeah. take off his glass and then use X Factor. Like You're it's dead. almost like he pushes him to a whole X Factor level four, which he's the only character in the game that gets just ridiculously OP on that X Factor, and he can wipe out your whole team like in seconds. So no. I mean, that was too much. Tell me if you agree with this. Um... We got this Dragon Ball Z fighting game coming out. We got Injustice out. You got uh, Infinite. I mean, there's so many good fighters that are already out and coming out. Is Street Fighter Five on life support? Because I think it is. 
I mean, really, since, it's hanging in there by thread. Since this game has came out, it's been going downhill. Uh, it's been unbalanced. Uh, you know, people not getting seeing the characters they want to see. I mean, it's just a mess right now. It is. I felt that when Street Fighter Five first came out, it was very rushed. Um, it it wasn't a full game. It was like it was an alpha build that they put out and sold it to you. And now they're just kind of adding stuff and. It is getting better. They're adding characters, but I feel like it's more of the a little too little, too late. You know, like yeah. people they they saw what a crappy initial release it is, and they're like, well, you know, I'm just gonna get something else because this isn't that great. And the only way it's gonna stay afloat is if we can see better updates for Street Fighter Five, something that's gonna keep it in competition with these other great new fighters that are coming out. Street Fighter Five is is I I smell blood in the water for Street Fighter Five. I don't think it's gonna last. <laughs> Me neither. Not compared to these new fighters. Me neither. Um, what else did they show? Um, after Dragon Ball, they showed Black Desert coming out. Um, after that, they showed one game that looked amazing. That is an exclusive. The Last Night. The Last Night. Yeah. I couldn't tell. I mean, I couldn't tell what was going on, but I don't know if you're playing as a cop or uh, I couldn't tell. But it looks amazing. I don't know what's going on. I'm probably it, gonna look into it a little bit more to see what the story is. I definitely want to see more of the story. And there was they showed kind of like a montage of all the games that are coming out, and it just looks amazing. Um, is that really for me? For personally, for me, Shadow of War, the new Mordor game. Oh my god! That I'm excited for too. Uh, we're showing, I guess, one of the newer features was building an army. Oh, that was that was amazing. You actually got a taste of that in the first game, towards the end game. But like to actually see it develop in this one, I'm I, I can't wait. Like I'm excited. Um, I'm like a little kid. Another exclusive they showed was the Artful Escape. We just saw a guy playing a guitar running around. Wasn't much to be seen. Um, yeah, that was. Heck, and the release date says it did. It did. I will give it that. It was good music. They showed Code Vein. That's multi-platform. Or well, uh, yeah, it's multi-platform. They showed more oh, Sea of Thieves. I'm tired of seeing Sea of Thieves. I just want the game already. <laughs> yeah, Sea of Thieves looked really cool to play with a bunch of friends and just be a pirate and like find treasure and fight skeletons and all that. And Code Vein, I love JRPGs. I'm actually a huge JRPG fan, and Code Vein looked the, like Dante. The anime Dark Souls. Mixed with like, that's what I'm calling yes, it. Yes, it's just, that's what it is. The anime Dark Souls, it's such a beautiful game. And it looks amazing. I love it. Um, what else? They showed Super Lucky Toe. Did you catch that one? The plan is the uh, little. Did catch creature. that? It's like, it's like uh oh, it's like Crash Bandicoot. That's I thought, what I was I thought, thinking. I thought it was Conquers at first. I started getting scared. But uh, yeah, me too. I was like, oh that. man, they make Conquers PG. <laughs> no horrible move. Horrible. <laughs> um, Cuphead finally has a release date. Man, as soon as Cuphead I, looks amazing. As soon as I saw the trailer start, I was like, this better not be gameplay. You better have a release date. And they do, September 29th. Um, 
it showed uh, console exclusive call for a game called Ashen that looked nice. It did. Um, it did. It showed Life is Strange, a Life is Strange prequel. Uh, this is definitely multi-platform. Square Enix is in charge of that, so you know it's going to be a good story. Oh yeah. Uh, and then the last game they showed was a sequel to Ori. It is called Ori and the Will of Wisps. That trailer was so sad. I almost cried at the end of it. <laughs> it looked interesting to me. I didn't play the first one, but it actually caught my attention. It's something that I want to look into. It's, it's one of the few games that the Xbox One did have. So, I mean, you should definitely play it before you trade it in. Whatever. I am going to have to try it. <laughs> I am going to have to try it. And, uh, and of course... I mean, there, there was they just threw so many games. I mean, they said forty-two games coming out for yeah. the Xbox One. And X. I was like, where, where is it? And then they show that, that twenty-two trailer. of them exclusive. Yeah, it was just everything. Here you go. Yeah, it's like we're not going to show you everything, but here's like fifteen games in this trailer. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Couldn't it is a, a lot to look forward to. Yeah. So, um, what do you give Xbox conference? I think what really did it for me with the Xbox conference was when they showed Crackdown 3. Oh, I forgot about Crackdown. Uh, you know when what? I saw Terry Crews. <laughs> I told you, I think you saw my problem. That was another black yeah, man. I know you hated that. I hated, you hated it that so part. much. But I, I get that Terry Crews thing. I'm like, Jesus play. Christ. I already knew it was Crackdown. Yeah. I'm excited about Crackdown 3. I love the first two games, I love that open world. You know, just kind of being like basically you're a superhero and you just kick ass and you just you can throw trucks and it's just and with the Crackdown Three, using is the whole like the the hierarchy of uh, of fighting the enemy. He literally said from the beginning of the game you can go directly to the end boss, the kingpin, and face off with him. The problem is is that you'll have to face off with all his underlings. So yeah, you do. I mean, for you to be completely unleveled, no special powers or anything, to go take on the kingpin, your chances of succeeding are pretty much nothing. You know. So what? yeah, you could do that. The fact that they tempted players with that, that means there's probably an achievement involved for doing that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And there's probably going to be a speedrunner or somebody, you know, like that. The other cool feature, fully 100% destructible environments. I loved in the gameplay trailer how they basically had a firefight in this huge tower, this huge skyscraper building. They blew it up so much that it actually cracked in half and it toppled over. And it did not look like it was something that was like pre-rendered or, or something that was kind of like scripted where it took enough damage and then it would break a certain way. It really looked like enough damage in a certain spot where it was going to fall this way just because of pure physics. And I love that because that opens up a lot of possibilities, tactically, strategically. I just, or just for fun, like I would just blow every building up just for fun, level <laughs> the whole city. I would do that. That way you get everybody. <laughs> Nobody's hiding. <laughs> I get everybody. Nobody is going to survive. <laughs> no one can escape my wrath. All right. So, was that it? Crackdown was the last game of show, right? There was there were a couple ones that that did catch my eye like Unruly Heroes that looked like a cool side scrolling slash 'em fighting game. 
Um, let me see. Brawlet. Brawlet. I can't remember the name of it, but it looked like a, a kind of like a Super Smash Bros. ripoff. Yeah. Not a ripoff, but it looked cool. I would play that or I would see more about that. Robocraft looked cool. Oh, yeah, you know, that, did, that did look good. Bots and designing them and, and then facing them off. It's been done before, but the the style and everything on that one it looked pretty amazing. I'm I'm looking excited. I mean, I'm excited to see that. Okay. So back to rating this conference. What do you give it? Uh, I will have to say Xbox, Microsoft. They stepped up the game. They did. did. I agree. Um, compared to last year's E3, this is far beyond that. So I would have to say, out of a uh, out of a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna give this probably like an eight. An eight. An eight Good for job. EA and an eight for Microsoft. Yes. Okay. Yes, they've been pretty good. Fiscal, so. I, I can agree with. My only comment Scorpio. was, yeah, Scorpio Xbox One yeah. X uh, is the price point. That is way too yes. much. You know, my friends joke around saying, you know, build yourself a PC. You know, do this, do that. But this is one time I can have to say, like, yeah, five hundred dollar console versus you know, shelling out for like a badass PC. You probably have to think about that one. <laughs> I mean, I, you would think that they would take a lesson, you know, a note from the pages of history when Sega did it with Dreamcast selling a $500 console, when when Atari did it with Jaguar, you know, like years and years ago. Just $500 for a console yeah. doesn't work. People aren't willing to spend that much. Yeah, and the economy you know, is already... To go that yeah. high. So... so they didn't work before, you know, in the '90s, in the 2000s. It's not gonna work, you know. Yeah, you're bringing the games, but you like we, nobody can afford the console. Come on, exactly. <laughs> Bring it down a little bit, you know. Make it, make it nicer. At least, at least for five hundred dollars, I would be willing to shell out five hundred dollars if I can get maybe two games with the console oh, and yeah. two controllers. See now, give me a- that. Then that sounds good. It does. It does. Give me uh, Crackdown Three was a launch title, and uh, yeah, let me see what else. Yeah, Crackdown Three definitely has to be one of them, and I I could go with Force. I mean, they can throw in Forza. That's, I know that's a launch <laughs> title. Oh, Three and man. Forza and two controllers. I'm good. Right, I'm good. I'll pay five hundred dollars. Two controllers. But... Ooh. Yeah, but if it's just one controller, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait. All right. Next conference. This one happened much later. Uh, I don't even want to talk too much about it because I feel like they didn't show yeah. uh, that much. Uh, but Bethesda, they closed out the night. Um I want to say Bethesda, they probably have, like, a good foot in VR right now. Uh, they show Doom, Fallout 4. Um, so I think they got a pretty good grasp on, you know, the idea right now. Because I was starting to lose faith in VR, but both of those looked very nice, in my opinion. 
They did. I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of was a little bit disappointed with the Fallout 4 VR. It just looked like they just, okay, we're taking the gameplay of Fallout 4. We're just going to throw in kind of like the gameplay and the controls isn't going to work well with it. It looks cool in concept. Fallout 4 VR, I don't think so. Now, Doom, in VR, that's going to be really fun. It looks scary. Uh, I, I'll be interested to play that. Fallout 4, eh. I was kind of like, meh. <laughs> um, next thing they showed, I mean, we saw it running on Switch already, but they denied it. I mean, we knew it was coming. But Skyrim for the Switch, um, they showed you were able to use uh, Link Amiibo to get the costume in the game and go around swinging with the Master Sword. I guess that was cool. Um, yeah, that was. That would be the only reason I would ever get it for the Switch, which is be to play as Link in Skyrim. Like, I, I was like, Nintendo, really Skyrim for Switch? I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, it just makes me think of when they put Call of Duty Modern Warfare for the Wii, and I was like, this is horrible. Yeah, why well, have Skyrim but, on Switch when you can play uh, Breath of the Wild? When I that, I mean, hey, that hey, looks like hey. an amazing game. Everyone's told me it's amazing. It is. But I still so prefer I just, Wind Waker. Cough, cough. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I just want to see more games for the Switch, and if Skyrim helps with that, like I just, I just want to justify getting a console. Yeah, because, well, I'm, I wasn't you know, a, an early adopter of the Switch, but you know, I had a friend who has one. I have a friend who has one, and he actually yeah. brought it out, and I, you know, to the bar, and uh, I was definitely having fun there playing Mario Kart. And then uh, Arms is coming out. I'm just I just want to play it for Twinto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next game they show Dishonored. Uh, was that it was an expansion? Not expansion. Uh, DLC. Um, Death of an Outs- of the Outsider. That looked amazing. Definitely want to play that. Yeah. Um, then they showed another game that so called got leaked. Uh, Evil Within 2. Happy to see a sequel for oh. that. that. The first game was amazing. Uh, I yes. doubt this one would be any less. So. This. Uh, when I saw Evil Within 2, it blew my mind because the first game is scary. It's super scary. And now there's going to be a sequel to it to an amazing horror game. Please. Bring it because I'm I'm excited. Like, and the trailer and the gameplay trailer for the second one looks amazing as well. I'm just I'm excited. Evil Within Two, yes, good job, Bethesda. Oh yeah. Now, a lot of people were expecting um, a new Fallout game, which I'm so glad we did not see. Uh, the last <laughs> game they showed caught me off guard. Um, well, I probably should know what it was from seeing the Nazis, but yeah, you know, the way this trailer was progressing, and then like you saw how excited I was when I saw that black woman. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, give me this game yeah. right now!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, about it, kill Nazis and kill KKK like clan members. Hell yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Wolfenstein Two, yo, give it to me right now. <laughs> yes, it looks it looks good. The story looks very interesting. I, I guess it's basically where 
America, you know, the Allies lost World War II, and Germany literally fulfilled their their mission to take over the world, and America is like Matt, trying to get a resistance going on to get the the Nazis out of the United States, and um, the the story looks amazing. The gameplay looks really cool, and I'm just like, wow. And the characters look fun. Uh, now, the end of the trailer, I was laughing. Uh, the guy, he does acid. Yeah, Man. he plays with the cartoon gecko. I thought that was hilarious. But um, I guess to wrap up, what would you give Bethesda's conference? Um, It was not as much as I thought it was going to be. So on a scale of 1 to 10... Um, I'll give it maybe about a, a four. A four? You know, you just... it, I was a little bit disappointed. I mean, yet they they didn't really that they announced was Evil Within two, and and that actually I am happy that that's going to be released Friday the thirteenth, twenty seventeen. We'll get Evil Within two, and then Wolfenstein two, which is going to be um and also in October on the twenty seventh. Those are the only games, and then the rest is just kind of like little like add-ons to their existing stuff, and no really a, a major announcements for any of their big franchises, um, like Elder Scrolls. I mean, Elder Scrolls is getting a, a DLC, the Elder Scrolls Online game DLC, uh, Morrowind, that looks pretty cool. They're getting a card game, uh, Heroes of Skyrim, that looks pretty cool. Fallout's getting their VR, you know, DLC, I mean, uh, own version new Elder Scrolls game, no new Fallout game, you know, I, I was hoping for that. Yeah. Or at uh, least something like a, like a trailer announcement, hey, we're making Fallout future. Yeah, That would have been awesome. I wouldn't go as low as to give it a uh, <laughs> 4 out of 10, but um, I'm definitely excited for Wolfenstein. That's the only thing I took I away from it. So, Me too. Yeah. Now, uh, I guess before closing, there's one thing that I'm both of us are excited about. A trailer came out at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning. Why do you do this, Square? Why do you do this? But they dropped a Kingdom Hearts trailer. Yes. Oh, man. I was, you know, and your friend, Gabriel, actually, uh, in, in our group chat, actually mentioned that. I was like, what? And I immediately Googled it, and I saw the orchestra trailer, and I was just like, oh, my God. And then uh, they're supposed to be showing more of it at um, the Disney Expo. So I definitely can't oh, wait to see more of that because they're going to reveal some more new information. I hope we get a release date finally because it's been like 10 years. Yeah, 2018. Oh, well, oh my yeah, gosh. no release date anytime soon. Yeah, it looks great though. I mean, the gameplay looks tight. It looks sharp. It just much, and I just can't wait to get my hands on the controller and just <laughs> just work, just make him work his magic. <laughs> well, I think it's gonna wrap up part one of Awoken's E3 coverage. I want to thank you for joining me as a guest. <laughs> Thank on you. this, I probably invite you on the next part, most likely. <laughs> I will be looking forward to it, and I'll be doing my research. <laughs> so thank you, and thank the listeners, and 
whoever else is looking forward to the next episode. Catch you all later. Bye. <laughs>